from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 360 Influence, a life and leadership success podcast for women. I'm so excited to have you join me today as I kick off really the first real episode in this podcast series. And today I wanted to focus on what leadership and influence really is and how can we how can we start to build more influence with other people. So I think to, to, before we dig into how to build more of our influence and relationship and leadership skills, I think it's important that we understand what and leadership is and, and how and where it comes from. So let's take a, a kind of a step back and look at that from an overhead um, big picture view. You know, we can define leadership as influence. And especially as women, I think many of us, I know I was that way, you know, early in my career, early in my life, I didn't think of myself as a leader. I didn't think of myself as needing leadership skills. I thought leadership skills were the boss or the manager or the CEO or the owner. And I thought, well, gosh, I'm not a leader. I'm not, I don't need to, to study and develop my leadership skills. But really, leadership can be defined as influence. John Maxwell says, uh, leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. And we might not think of ourselves as leaders, but every single one of us want influence, right? We want to influence our boss at work. We want to influence our coworkers. We want to influence our 15-year-old to make better choices. We want to influence our spouse. So every single one of us want more influence. You think of any time in life when you were mad or sad or upset or frustrated, and it's never because you have too much influence. It's always that, that you want more influence with whoever you're working with or whoever you're dealing with. So leadership is influence, and we all want influence. Now, the interesting thing about influence is that it's built on relationships. And I think, I firmly believe that women are more naturally higher level at leadership and influence because they're more relational by nature. You know, women are naturally higher level leaders. They're more relationship oriented and and they're generally higher in emotional intelligence than men. In fact, um, one of my favorite quotes by Timothy Leary says that uh, women who seek to be equal with men lack ambition. But, you know, it's a man's world out there and natural ability is not enough to help us be successful. So we really have to be intentional about developing our leadership skills, developing our influence skills and developing our relationship skills. Leadership is both incredibly complex and incredibly simple. It's incredibly simple because it comes down to influencing other people, but it's incredibly complex because we're dealing with people and every every other person that we're dealing with is different. The situation's different. There are different factors that go into it, different dynamics. And so it's ever changing. But understanding how to apply the principles of influence and leadership will help you be more successful in life and more influential in your relationships. So our influence is really determined by our character. 
Now, our character is things like our attitude, our work ethic, our integrity, our commitment when we keep our word. Do we keep our word when we give it? Our competency are the skills that we have, the talents, the abilities, the, the skill set. The interesting thing about character and competency is that character determines between 85 and 90% of our success and our influence in life. And our competency, the, the things that we know how to do, only determine anywhere between 10 and 15% of our success. So you think about that. It's how we do what we do that makes us more successful. It's who we are, right? Not just the knowledge that we have, but how do we carry out our day, our work, our tasks? How do we do what we do? Think about this. Mac and I often, um, when we're speaking from the stage, we often say you can validate this concept by looking back in your, in your career or your experience, and you can just identify the fact that people get hired for what they know, but fired for who they are, right? We get fired for how we do what we do, or sometimes how we don't do what we do. So character comes down to, you know, the ability to build the relation, or our influence comes down to ability to build relationships. And our character determines our ability to build our relationships. So a couple of things on relationships and leadership and that, that I wanted to share with you today, it comes from my book, um, Leadership Gems for Women. And, you know, early in my career, I, and I tell this with all transparency, I was terrible at leadership and influence. You know, I'd gone to school for a couple of management degrees, and I thought that the boss was supposed to walk around and give directions. I thought that's what bosses did. And I thought, well, gosh, I can do that. But I really didn't know how to influence people without that leadership position. You know, if you have a if you're the boss and you can tell people what to do, you you really only can tell people what to do. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they will do that. And I learned that lesson the hard way early in my career. Um, I was working as an office manager and I had fairly recently been promoted. And one of the first things that I wanted to do was change uh, the way that we um, did a process in the office. And I knew it was going to make it more efficient and more effective. And it was going to make things so much better. It was going to decrease the, the wait times for some of our patients. And, you know, it would just, it was going to be so much more smoother on the front office. And so I went in one morning all fired up. I was going to just, you know, save the world in, in 30 minutes or less. And so I, you know, I called everyone together and I said, well, okay, this is how it's going to be. This is how we're going to change this process. And this is what we're going to do. And what I failed to realize is that though I had the position to tell people what to do, I didn't have the moral influence. I didn't have any leadership based on a relationship. And my attempt at fixing that process fell completely flat. It was less than three hours before everyone just said, nope, we're not going to do this. We like it better the old way. In fact, they didn't even come to me to make that decision. They called my boss at corporate office and said, make her change it back. We don't like it. And I went in my office and I shut the door and I put my head down on the desk and I boohooed because that I felt like had been my first real leadership test and I had completely failed. And then I picked my head up and I realized two things. Number one, 
just having gone to school and gotten a degree didn't give me the leadership skills that I needed to be successful in life. And number two, I realized that I was the only one that could help improve my leadership skills and my influence skills. That was a defining moment for me because I realized it wasn't what I had done. It was how I had done it and it completely failed. It was, you know, it was a learning experience and it was a humbling experience, I will tell you. But it did help me learn and it really set me on a course to become very intentional about improving my ability to influence people. So a couple of things on relationships and influencing people with relationships. You know, and it it may not be a surprise to you, but it was a surprise to me that people have different types of personalities. And I don't just mean they like different food or have different hobbies, but I mean realizing that people have different ways of preferring to communicate, different styles of interaction, um, different ways of being valued and appreciated. So... You know, it really, it really was, it was eye-opening to me to realize that the way I interacted with different people often determined my influence with them. So to be effective as a leader, you must build those relationships. To be effective at influence, you must build those solid relationships. You know, um, Rick Warren says, you can impress people from a distance, but you must get close to influence them. Now, the thing about that is, when someone get when you get close to someone you do increase your influence with them or you can increase your influence with them as long as your character is base, is something that they can relate to it's something that connects with them if they feel like you care about them now if they feel like you don't care about them even if you do try to get close to them you're not going to be effective at building that relationship Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with everyone. You know, as parents, as mothers, as wives, it doesn't mean that we have to be the pushover. And I think that's where women often struggle is where do I keep the balance between building the relationship with somebody, but also balancing results? You know, if I'm the the boss of an organization and the supervisor, I've got to get results or I'll lose my job. But I also have to get the relationship to keep my influence with that person. Or maybe it's a parenting issue. You know, as parents, we have to balance the relationship with our child to be able to influence them. But we also sometimes just have to set the hard and fast disciplinarian um, rules and regulations because there needs to be some structure and some standards. So I think that women tend to, to struggle with balancing well, which, which side of the line do I come down on and how do, I, how do I balance that fine line between the relationship and getting the results. So, you know, when it comes to, to building the relationships, I want to talk about that first a little bit. When you understand what personality um, a person naturally has, it's easier for you to connect and communicate in their language. But it really comes down to, you know, when we want to build relationships with someone, it, it comes down to first valuing them as a person and second, making sure that they know you value them as a person. So it's not just enough to care about them. They have to feel like you care about them. You know, if this is your, your coworkers at work, it's saying, Hey, how's it going? What did you do this weekend? How's your kids doing? How, you know, how did your son's soccer game turn out the other day? And, 
you know, just building that relationship. I think that most of us get that intuitively. Um, that that comes naturally for most women, I think, perhaps even stronger than men, I think. And and that's a good thing. You know, it's a strength. It really is truly a strength to be relational as a leader, as an influencer. But then we also have to balance that with results. So balance means having that difficult conversation. Maybe it's having a conversation with one of your team members that they're not performing or not getting their work down. And you've got to come down on them and say, hey, you know, I do care about you and I want to help you be successful, but we do have to get results in the organization. And I think sometimes we as women tend to put off those difficult conversations because, you know, maybe we don't like confrontation or maybe we like it too much. But either way, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm just going to push that away. But when we do that, we don't make the issue any better. In fact, most of the time it just gets worse and worse. So I think it really comes down to as, you know, if we want to have influence with someone, sometimes it means sitting down and having those difficult conversations. It means, it means, bringing them to a little bit of accountability sometimes. And that can be a delicate thing. But when they know that we care about them, they're much more likely to be influenced when we have those conversations. You know, if your teenager knows that you care about him or her, they're much more likely to listen when you say, hey, so-and-so may not be a good influence, or maybe that's a party you don't need to go to. So I think as women, we struggle with balancing that relationship and the results. But the key here is is that we do have to have a good balance. You know, we've got to care about the person, but we also have to stand firm for our values. Um, you know, that that comes from our character and determining who we are as a person. Now, people may not always agree with your values, and they certainly don't have to share them because each one of us is different, but standing firm on what you value will help you increase your respect with people. They may not agree with you, but they will respect the fact that you have something that you're willing to stand firm on and that you that you won't compromise on. And I think that's important. And, you know, really, at the end of the day, that comes down to being intentional as women. What are what are your values? What are my values? What is most important to me? You know, I love um, Andy Stanley's work. And he talks about um, thinking about your values as a person in his book, Like a Rock becoming a person of character. And he sat down and he said, you know, he brainstormed on his list of values that he personally wanted to be known for. And then he had an eye-opening experience when he realized one of them was be available. And he said, you know, I could walk around in the office and I could hear my secretary answer the phone and she would say, oh, Andy's not available right now. Can I take a message? And he realized that, you know, he wanted to be available and he was telling, or the secretary was telling everyone who called that he wasn't available. So when we are intentional about what we truly value, then we can be intentional about communicating who we are and being in alignment with that, with others. And I think that if we're able to do that, there again, it comes about, it comes down to being able to build those relationships, but also standing firm on what we truly value, what's most important. And I think many of us have never really thought about who, who am I? You know, what makes me me? What are the values that I have? And what are the values that I want to have? And those might not be the same question or the same answer. Um, 
you know, we have to just intentionally think about what kind of legacy do we want to leave um, in the lives of others? You know, do we want to be known as, as someone who is very relational and, and builds relationships with people? And if so, how do we go about leaving that legacy? What are we, what are we doing to make sure that we are building our relationships? What are we doing to increase our influence? So, you know, I, again, the, some of that just comes down to being intentional. And this isn't rocket science, uh, ladies. This is, you know, it was profound for me to realize that I wasn't a natural um, at some of these relationship skills and influence skills, but I absolutely have learned to be more effective at it. And if there's hope, then, you know, if I was able to do it, there's hope for you because I was just so terrible at this to begin with. And, and, you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean, you know, leadership and influence don't come from being perfect. They come from being authentic about who we are and not trying to cover up our flaws, but learning to overcome them. And I think as women, we, sometimes we struggle with that. You know, we want to, or we feel pressured to cover up our flaws. We feel pressured to be the perfect, um, perfect at everything, you know, making no mistakes and, and not getting anything wrong. And honestly, that's how we learn in life. I mean, I shared with you um, my example of, of a very humbling moment in my career when I learned just how ineffective I was as a leader. So it really comes down to, you know, being intentional about that and then learning to develop those skills, you know, whatever those values that you've chosen for yourself and the skills that you want to, to get better at, let's learn how to improve them. It's not about being perfect, but just working every single day to be a little bit better. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today. Um, you know, feel free to, um, add a comment or send me a message or let me know what topics are on your mind. What issues are you struggling with in your life, and your career? What information would be most valuable for you on this podcast series? Because, you know, I think that a lot of us have the perception that we're the only one struggling with an issue. But if you are struggling with it, somebody else probably is too. And it's really about learning and growing together. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Rhea's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.